You're listening to Two Moms, Zero Attention Span, the podcast with your host, Jess Martini. Hi, guys. Welcome to Two Moms, Zero Attention Span. I'm Jess. I'm Allison. And I am so, so excited. It's like the good old days back (laughs) of our podcast to be chatting with you. So I love chatting with you, Jess. We always have the best conversations. Every single time we get off the phone with each other, I think to myself, I wish we had recorded that. That should have been a podcast. That yep. would have been a great podcast. <laughs> yes, I do too. I do the same thing. We have great conversations. We really do. So I guess I'll just jump right into the first question. Yes. You, you, did you see the video that I, well, I know you saw the video that I'm thinking of on, there's two videos that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Okay, so the first one, I wanted to talk about the girl in Walmart. Did you that want to talk about video. that one? Yeah, that was a tough video. So for those of you who didn't see it, there was a, a little, a little, well, a, a little girl. I'll call her little because she looks I like I would she's say about, she's probably nine-ish, maybe. maybe like nine-ish. nine to 11, somewhere in that like age there. range. Yeah. 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 And she was in Walmart with what everybody assumed was her grandmother and she was throwing plants and tried to kick her what everybody assumed was her grandmother she was screaming she was and then the onlookers you know some people stepped in kind of neutrally and a couple people were yelling at her your mama should beat your ass I don't know if you saw that and um, of course the video went viral because it always does because whenever we watch children in distress it goes viral um And it's not just children. We have a bad habit of filming people in Mm -hmm. mental health crisis Yes, and posting it online so that the world can laugh at them or can ridicule them, pick pick them apart. And and we do it with adults too. So anyways, I wanted to talk about that because I feel like a lot of the conversation around that video was really, really damaging. Absolutely. Upsetting, honestly. That I think I think for me when I saw it, well, of course I knew we there was gonna be a tons of comments under the video saying she needs her ass beat, my kid would never, she needs a belt. Um, if I was there, I would have done this or that. And it really hurt me in the video when this random stranger came up and she's like, I should beat your ass like your mom should have. And she's yelling at this kid who's clearly in distress. And all, all I saw when I saw that little girl was, I feel so bad for her grandmother and I feel so bad for her. Because for a child to get to that point, it's either she's got, um, she's neurodivergent and she's got something going on or she's got heavy trauma or that's how she's been treated and spoken to or PTSD or ODD or, or RADS. Like something is going on with her And, and it just, it's heartbreaking to me that people see a child or a human being in such a heightened fight or flight. (laughs) Yeah. And, and their first thing is I want to beat it out of them. Well, you know, what really gets me? So there's so much about the conversation that happened about this video that gets me. First of all, first of all, I saw way too many people saying what they would or wouldn't have done in this Mm -hmm. situation when Mm -hmm. they've never been in this situation ever. Never will. And they never Mm -hmm. will be. And a lot of people wanted to chime in right away going, oh, my kid would never. You're right. 
You're right. Your kid would never. And do you want to know why? Because what you're watching is so far outside the realm of typical that yes. a typically developing child would not be in this situation. And it's not because you're an excellent parent. Right. It's right. because they weren't going to be in this situation, even if you were a shitty one, you yep. know, because yep. clearly something is going on with this child that you and your child have never had to deal with. So yes. for you to look in from the outside and start passing your judgments as if what your superior parenting would have prevented mm -hmm. this moment is ridiculous. And then it comes in, then it comes out that this, it wasn't her grandmother. It was actually a foster parent. She had just mm -hmm. been moved yes. into that foster home. Uh, after spending days in the hospital and she was off of her medicine um, that she needed. So now we're looking at a child who's clearly dealing with trauma, who, mm -hmm. because even if, even if they were in a wonderful foster home, it's traumatic to be in Absolutely. the foster care system. Absolutely. So we have a child who's dealing with trauma, who is in a mental health crisis, who doesn't have the medication that they need, who doesn't have a single person with them that knows how mm -hmm. to support them in yeah. any sort of way in a fight or flight mode. And you've got onlookers screaming out, I'm going to beat your ass or your mama should have beat your ass. And standing recording, there recording. Laughing, going, oh no, oh no. And you know what's crazy about that is that, is that the, um, is the people who think that in that situation, they would have known exactly what they would have done. <laughs> No, it's, it's as, as I mean, you, you know, I was a foster parent for many, many years and I see, I see this so many times when behaviors come out in, in children and people try to punish it out of them. They try to love it out of them. They try to whatever, but we can't only help children in the ways that we want to help. We have to help them in the ways they need. And, in, and to be able to find what a child needs, you have to try different things. She probably needs, obviously needs to be in therapy. Maybe she needs obviously medication and things like that. But the last thing any child in crisis needs is more abuse, more trauma, a camera in their face to be posted online. That child's video will be online forever. That, that moment of her will be online forever for everyone to judge. For, mm -hmm. Forever. It's going to be there. And it just, it, it boggles my mind. And also some of the advice um, that I saw people in the parenting community saying that they would call the police if that was their child, that oh. really blew First my of mind. all, unless something life-threatening is happening, uh, calling a police, there are so many problems with that, with yeah. the idea of calling the police in that situation. Number one, they, while they... I, they do now crisis training or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's not, they're not mental health professionals, right? They are authorities. They are not really there to walk a child through a situation like this. Mm -hmm. So, and then, and then to think, first of all, you're going to add trauma to trauma, unless something life-threatening was happening. Right. Uh, you know, a few, because then you run the risk of everybody watching something traumatic happening. Everybody yeah. who's there watching something hugely traumatic happening because the chances of a situation escalating when authorities are involved or authority figures or somebody, you know, tackling them, handcuffing them, mm -hmm. it, it goes up astronomically because you really think that a child in crisis is going to is going to flip that switch and go, you know what? I should start complying now. There's right. people here. I should, I should, you know, turn this off and start complying. It's not going to happen. And we don't you know? know her past experiences with police officers. You know, if, if she was taken from the home from foster care, there was obviously probably authorities 
involved then. We don't know what her past is. That could even make her worse. But also, she's a she's a little black girl, which has a lot to do with it. And she, we know that she doesn't have her medication and all of those things. Like that just puts her to me in so much danger. That's the last thing I would want to do. And again, I think it comes from a place of privilege, knowing, not realizing you're never going to be in that situation. You don't understand. And to say something like that to me is a dangerous thing to say. It's just like people calling CPS when they don't need to and sending people to people, the parasocial relationship when, when, People see things they don't like online. They call the authorities. They call CPS on people that don't deserve to have it done. Once you open that door, it's very hard to close it sometimes. And I just think saying things like that is, it's just not good. That kind of leads me into the next video that I wanted to talk about. But I wanted to say one more thing about this video because I also saw a video of, a, of a, an adult in a mental health crisis in the airport uh, recently. Now, he wasn't being violent or the only thing, he, he broke his own things, his own like- yeah sunglasses and his phone at some point but he was singing real loud and he was yelling about trafficked women and and um and he was clearly in the middle of a mental health crisis and of course everybody around him is recording and right. that amplifies the situation because then he's going take out your phones record this record this get it and his and of course people are laughing at this video they're you know rating his meltdown in the comment section and his nephew stitched the video and was like this was my uncle you guys have no idea what he's been dealing with in life for like the past couple years he's bipolar he it was on his way to treatment to be getting help and he was in a crisis situation and not nobody you know Nobody mm -hmm. thought to offer compassion. Everybody just thought, oh, this will be a viral moment, you know? And they it's were like, use. and his it's nephew abuse. was like, he's a wonderful person. I love my uncle very much. It's so disturbing to see this video up. And of course, the person who posted the video didn't take it down. And how could you? Because how many times has it been shared, right? right? This little girl made <sighs> news, made the actual yeah. news. You can't yeah. get rid of that. You And- and I also saw people <laughs> saying that they would, you know, walk how to like how they were gonna walk her through calming that situation. And oh my god, that just shows that they have no. I'm it. It, it infuriates me. It it's, infuriates almost me. It's, it's almost laugh laughable. It's almost laugh laughable. And you can't take deep breaths when you come on, honey. Let's take deep breaths. You want to rock with me? She's not going to do that. Yeah. That, when a child is to that point, there's no let's talk calmly. Let's let me rub your back. She's not going to have it. Well, I so and I talk a lot about dealing with difficult behaviors, <sighs> explosive behaviors, behaviors that might be aggressive. I talk a lot about it. And when I do, there's always somebody who wants to say, well, you're not really a gentle parent. <laughs> uh, no, I am. I'm just I'm not talking about you know, a, a kid who didn't get the candy bar that they wanted. Right. No, I'm talking about a kid who is trying to spit at you, who throw chairs across the room. And if I were to do a demo that was like, it's time to take our deep breaths. Every right. parent who's actually been in that situation is going to laugh at me because they're going to yeah. be like, this bitch has no idea what she's talking about. Exactly. But the thing is, is that I do. I have yeah. been, I have been in those situations. Not only that, I've been that kid. I flipped a table over when I was a Me kid too. over homework. I threw papers across the room. I destroyed, like, I, it, and did I need, was my mom there going, it's time for our, nope, nobody. Right, and I right. don't do that with my own kids. So when I talk right. about it, 
I'm giving practical, like things that have actually helped because you're not solving the situation in that moment. You're right. not fixing anything right then and there. Mm-hmm. You're trying your best to deescalate it. For me, my first, my instinct would be like, we got to get the hell out of here. Whatever yeah. it is that I need to do to get out of this friggin' store, that's what we're going to be doing Absolutely. in that moment. If she's going to be throwing things around, if she's going to be trashing stuff, I want it to be my car. I want it to be yeah. anywhere outside of this public place where my child is one, going to be videotaped, possibly going to hurt herself or others, or, or the authorities are about to come and tackle her. Like yeah. that, that would be my instinct is like, we got to get out of here by any means necessary. And, and that's- I've had, I've had, I've been in those situations myself, Jess, my parents have called the authorities on me when I was younger, because my, I had explosive behaviors and I was so angry and all this. I cannot imagine someone recording me in one of those moments and posting it online, what that would have done to me as a young person, it it would have destroyed me. I would have been so utterly embarrassed because they had, they would have no clue why I got to that point. You know what I mean? It's just so it's abusive and it's intrusive and it's wrong. And anyone that does it is you're wrong. You're wrong for doing it. You know what, too? I'm just going to take this a step further and talk about all the parents who post their kids meltdowns for educational content. Do you know how how easy it would have been to paint me as some sort? I was a great kid. I was a kind-hearted kid. I was loving. I was caring. Do you know how quickly you could have painted me as a monster um, on social media if you wanted to? If you were going to use my difficult moments, my struggles, my meltdowns um, for educational content, I would immediately – there would be a narrative around me that like, I'm like this, like, um, you know, monster of a child. And I wasn't, and that was so far. And so many of these kids are growing up with these narratives being painted for them Mm -hmm. and their, their difficult moments, their private moments being turned into quote unquote teachable moments for others. Your educational content cannot come at the expense of your children's childhood and privacy. It really can't. Yes. And you can still do educational content without posting your child. You can still talk about what you do in those difficult moments without posting your child. Uh, I mean, can you, I just, I talked to you about this on the phone yesterday. I said, can you imagine if I posted all the stuff through when I was uh, a foster parent and the trauma and our families blending and like, can you imagine me posting all that stuff? Yeah. Everyone would love to see it, but how would my children feel? How oh, yeah. would my children feel having all of their private moments online? I would never. And ever. it's not even just that too, because somebody asked me once, they were like, oh, why have, why don't you ever, sh- why don't you, why didn't you ever show your son stimming? There's nothing wrong with stimming. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Of right. course, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't stop it. I don't, you know, it's part of our everyday life. Mm-hmm. I, but why when he's having a moment to himself maybe he's in you know just enjoying whatever he's doing right and i'm gonna take out my camera and for what for for what so that everybody can watch it no it's not that's not it feels like privacy freak show dynamic that's yes that's what it 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 does it has a modern Mm -hmm. freak show dynamic yeah where we we've always done this where something is other or yeah maybe different outside the realm of typical. And and we're like, Oh, look at this. You got to see this or like, and, and it's, it's like for back in the day, they didn't even, it was just for, you know, they would call it a freak show, but now it's, now it's for observation or it's for awareness, education, whatever it is, but you can, it comes at the expense of the actual individual kids deserve the right to privacy within their own home. They deserve that. They do. And 
And it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. Every generation has the thing that the previous generations make fun of them for, right? We roast boomers all the time. Gen X really made it out kind of scot-free. Like I think, (laughs) I think like the, the boomers, um, whatever it is that they did that everybody's still healing from, right? Like really let Gen X fly under the radar, but millennials will have our thing. And I guarantee you that this will be it. I guarantee you it will be the way the the social media presence that we have for our children. Mm -hmm. Um, and even just our own utilization of social media around our children, I think that's going to be it. But you see it now, you see it now with these older teenagers that are coming out that are saying, my parents had me on YouTube, my parents had me on this. I don't even speak to my parents anymore. I felt totally exploited. I couldn't have privacy in my own home. I hated every, like they're com- they're doing it already. The older and not only that, coming out already. Yeah. And not only that, the younger generation is already starting to roast us for it. They're already starting They're, You know, they see our, you know, our educational content or whatever. They see our little kids and they're stitching our videos and they're mocking us. The millennials, not like, not us. Like I know that not, it doesn't apply to everybody. I'm talking broadly generationally, Right. but they're mocking us. They're going, Oh, how do you feel? How do you feel? How are you feeling? Are you having a tough moment pretending to have their phone in the camera? They're doing it regularly. And they're right. They're right. They're making it social commentary and every, and everybody, you know, social, it's humor, but every, all social commentary is humor based on observation and they're seeing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. And these are young people. These are people without children, but that's what they're seeing. And then (laughs) the other video I wanted to talk about was the Saram rap baby. Oh God. That's yeah. news. That's actual news. Yeah. That was on the news, the real news, yeah. the news news. New York <laughs> Post posted about it and everything. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. yeah I, okay. So for those of you who didn't see it, this mom wrapped her baby in, this mom and this dad wrapped her baby in saran wrap from his neck down past his knees with his arms pinned down so he couldn't move like right his so arms he was are... like a like a hot dog couldn't like move. a little bur- yeah. like a like a burrito but with yeah. cling wrap with saran yeah. wrap right and the co- the child's clearly distressed and the dad you know kind of flops him down on the bed a few times you hear them saying oh this is what happens when you get into stuff all day this is the only way to handle a baby who's getting into everything he's 18 months old i think that's what they said was he's 18 months mm-hmm. old um this is an influencer i personally don't know that i I don't either. I don't know their content. So yeah. this is an influencer of some type. Um, they have a million on TikTok. I don't know about other platforms, mm-hmm. a million followers. Um, and the video went viral for mm-hmm. all the like of course for, it did. Of course. Whatever it, did. it is, and it was an edited video. So it was like this comedy video that she had tried to put together. It was an attempt at comedy yeah. over this child being wrapped up in saran wrap. Um, and honestly, it made me like a little sick to my stomach. The first time Same. I saw it, I Same. had like a very, I had like a, a an actual reaction to watching it yeah. because I'll- it also coincided with like one of the most traumatic parenting moments I had when my son had to be wrapped up for stitches and how yeah. t- terrified he was, um, by that experience. And the child was so clearly distressed. In you the could video. see it. And, and all, when, when I just, if you haven't seen the video, he's sweetest little boy and his eyes were red his nose was red and it just looked like he had given up like he had been crying and he gave up do you think he voluntarily stood there while they wrapped him up I don't I don't believe so maybe I'm wrong I wasn't there and I also before I say anything else 
I don't think she's a bad mom, right? I, I'm not saying, I don't know her parenting. I don't know her. I've never seen her content before. Um, but, but what I do know is what she did was not only abuse in my opinion, um, but to also make it, she wouldn't have done it if she wasn't going to post it. The reason I think a lot of parents try to go further and further and further and further is just for the social media views. And then after it was posted and everyone saw it, CPS was called. She was, the child was removed from the home. Can you imagine the trauma that that does to a child? So, and, and one of her pushbacks was, is that the reason that CPS was called was because basically of people being haters. I personally oh. actually think CPS was called because of the content of the video. I think Absolutely. if you're a, I think if you're a mandated reporter and you see that, yes, um, you have an obligation to report it. It is yes. abuse. So I like maybe, maybe the video got more traction because people were shocked by it. Maybe it right. got more views because of haters. But that's not why it was reported no. to CPS. It was reported Absolutely to CPS not. because of the content. She then followed up with an apology video. And in her apology video, she was saying the child was happy and laughing. She said no, the wasn't. worst mistake that they made was posting this video um, that they, you know, this is the most, you know, that it's, it's, and first of all, I am sad that the child was removed. That's very traumatic. That is hugely traumatic for a child yes. to be removed from the home. But- I, I do feel like that that was the consequences of her actions Absolutely. and or their actions, the, pa yeah. the pair of them, because apparently yes, it's her husband who wrapped him up. That yeah. is from the consequences of her actions, yes. their actions. And and the child is the one who paid the largest consequences. And like, I, yeah. And I feel like that apology made it worse. Oh, like, I felt that way, too. She said in the apology to me oh, where she's that. like I don't know whether to put my account on private I don't... that's what you're worried about when your child's with thank CPS? you for bringing that up not only that not only that not one God. time did she apologize for the behavior not one time not. did she apologize for wrapping him up she no. apologized for posting it which right. tells me that she didn't learn that this is actually extremely dangerous do you know how long it takes for brain damage to occur from asphyxiation or from not being able to breathe properly it takes 30 seconds in a yeah, child that age mm. 30 seconds so it was i think you, it was a, oh go ahead no, go ahead because first of all with cling wrap it's designed to cling to precipitation right. It, right. that's the design of the cling so if it's clung to him and he starts sweating, maybe he tried to squirm, maybe he's sweating. It's only getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Right. right. It's not getting looser. It's not loosening up. That's the design of the product is to cling to precipitation. So yeah. the more that he squirmed, the more upset he got, the tighter this is getting. It's terrifying. Yes. And, and it is. And, and, and she lied. She said, oh, he was laughing and happy. But we watched the video. You, you there was it no was there. laughing. Yeah, no laughing, no he happiness. His eyes were red. And she also prefaced it by saying, this is what, I just can't even imagine what happened before the video. I don't even want to. But she said he was trying to stick forks and sockets and get into this and get into that. He's a toddler. That That is what toddlers do. And yeah. I just wonder what the thought process was around it. She said, my husband got home. I told him, you know, something about, he was doing all these things. Did he say, did they say, Hey, here's a video opportunity. Let me grab the saran wrap. This will be funny. Or was the child really misbehaving? And the dad was like, you're not doing this shit. And I'm going to like, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened before the video, but I'm thinking through all these different scenarios and none of them are okay. 
There's not one scenario or one reason to wrap a toddler up in saran wrap. And then I saw another creator say, anyone that comes after this mom for her worst parenting moment, I'm I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm not, I'm unfollowing you and this and that. I'm thinking to myself, really? Like, I'm just in my mind. I'm just like, that's what you're concerned about. And un- people unfollowing or people, I don't, I don't know. It's just the whole thing. The whole thing really is gross. just, it's just messed up priorities too. Because <sighs> then, because then, and I'm not trying to be nitpicky, whatever. Um, then I guess she, and luckily she did get her kid back very quickly. Yes, thankfully. Right? I'm very that, thankful. For I that. am very thankful for that. I was yes. not one of the people that was rooting for this child to be removed from no. the home, unless no. it is, unless you're in an egregious situation, right? And right. mm-hmm. absolutely abusive. And I do think that there's a lot of, a lot of people brought up a good point that, oh, CPS drops the ball in situations that are act like that are very abusive where they, they should do. be picking them up. But um, you never know I, what I, you're going to as long as the home is safe, I, I think it's best that the child remains in it. Her Absolutely. first instinct was to set up her phone on at sunset and right. make a video rocking her child by the sunset with text over it. That's the instinct. This is where the priorities are. Because even when she said, right. oh, I don't know whether to respond to the hate, to go private, to do this, to do, who gives a shit? You're right. <laughs> not in your house. Who gives a fuck? Like, you and 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 then and then and I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm really not. Um, I thought the apology made it worse. I think it was enormous. Oh, I, I think it made it totally call. worse. I also think that there should be like mandated parenting classes or something because if this yes. was even in in the 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 head in the realm of possibilities for like funny fun right. times, then we need to be talking about what's safe, what's unsafe, what's proper forms of discipline, and and by the what's way, not, yeah. what's legally allowed as discipline. I mean, there's so much that there's like I legally wouldn't... there's legal and there's there's morality. And just because something's legal doesn't mean that it's morally or good for your child. So there's a definite separation there. Also, there was a case similar to this where they wrapped a child up for discipline and um, the parents got five years. So because the child was hurt during this, like and wow. it wasn't it was in like a rug not in a saran wrap, but it was in a rug, but the parents were tried, prosecuted, and then convicted of a crime for that. So this is not, this. it's not just ha-ha funny. And then they say, I know it's the worst parenting moment. I get that. And so I do hope that like lessons are learned, but I hope that they're universally learned and not just because the, also the danger is you have a million followers. You have influence, whether you want to admit it or not, there's a chance that people watch this and think, Oh, haha, that was funny. I'm going to do it to my kid too. Absolutely. We see it happen all the time. That's how trends start. That's how dangerous trends start. Just like that. And we see trends go viral all the time of kids in distress. People go, aha, look, they got so many views for scaring the shit out of their kid i'm gonna scare the yep. shit out of my kid so there mm-hmm. is a chance that if they were able to make this haha burrito funny video that other people would start doing it to their kids Absolutely. for their haha funny so mm-hmm. it it did need to be called out it did yeah. was I it agree. tragic all the way around yeah it was my heart went out to her i cannot imagine someone coming and taking my toddler away like i can't even it, it, it's gut-wrenching to think about right and on the on the other hand, it's also gut wrenching to think about the the lack of privacy these children get, the exploitation that they get. It that's also gut wrenching to me. Um, not on the same level. It's not a comparison. It's just like that's not okay either. It's the same as when they do it to adults or they do it to people in active addiction. And and I saw this one video 
and someone was in, obviously very high out of their mind in front of a store and they're showing her like tweaking out to the Macarena, which people find hilarious and it had millions of views. That's someone's daughter. That's someone's mom. That's someone, someone's little girl. Like it's just. Yes. And even if it ugh. wasn't a, a human being that had anybody in this world, even if it wasn't someone, right. someone still so, it's still a human being. It's yes. still a human being. Even if they had no relation to another person right. in this world. Absolutely. Left. It's just, it's a human being. So yeah. anyways, I feel like that's a good place to start. I feel like we covered yeah. a lot, but we did. The, we did. Yeah. And I, I just, I do think that these sorts of things help people to start realizing that there's, it's, there's going to be pushback. There's not, it's yeah. not going to be using your kids for content, for, for clout, for views, for likes. There's pushback now. It's not yeah. it's not 2015 anymore. As we there should be. As, as there, there should, should be pushback. Be. People are waking up to like not only the real dangers, but the real behind the scenes dangers yeah. to, to this sort of like. And a, I, yeah. I, I've told you this before, Jess, and I just want to reiterate it. I, I used to work with um, a manager, you know, for my social media, and they wanted me to tell the story of my two adoptive children so badly and talk about all that stuff. Do you know that uh, my account could have blown up? I could literally be making millions of dollars right now. There's no way I would ever do that to my kids. Yeah. There is, you could not write me a check for a hundred million dollars and I would exploit my children and what they have been through on here. It would never happen. Zero chance. Somebody actually said that to me. They said, well, if somebody was offering you a million dollars, you'd post your kids too. I can say no. with certainty I wouldn't because here's I had, the thing. I had the opportunity. I was in it. And I and I got rid of the manager. Well, I talk about this a lot too is when I made that that video, those videos through my ch child's eyes, that like mini series. It was five. I love those, yeah. Everybody loved those. Mm -hmm. They went viral on all the platforms, YouTube, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all the platforms universally, all the age groups loved it, which never happens. Right. Right. Um, and I only made five of them because me and my son actually really did have a good time making them together. Yeah. And they were each about 20 to 30 seconds long. Um, it was, I was talking, then he was talking, then I was talking, then right. he was talking and we would act out these little scenes together. We actually had a lot of fun making those. If I continued to do that series, it would have been exploiting my child. And I started to really see yeah. that by the fifth one because he was like, no, you know, and I was like, oh, this is just like the last little part. Like, can we just do the last little part? I don't want that to be my kid's life. Right. I don't want them to have to be like, oh, just do the last little part. Just one more thing, just five more minutes and then you can go play. And right. without a shadow of a doubt, that's the life that a lot of these kids are living. 100%. Here's Jess. trend. Here's this. Here's that. Oh, look at how many views we got here. Look at how many people. And that's detrimental. I mean, it has to be detrimental to a kid's psyche to be thinking about popularity. and are products. What? They become a product. They become, yeah. um, their, you know, their parents quit their jobs and now they're making money off of these family channels and different things. And the people that follow it, I don't blame a lot of them. They just don't get it because if you're not a creator, you don't understand what it takes That's to true. the scenes. Like you don't get it. But I can guarantee you there are no children that want cameras in their faces every day. There are no children that want their trauma, their abuse, what they eat, what size diapers they wear. All these, they don't want people knowing that. Um, mm -hmm. if you want it told about you, your child doesn't want it told about them either. Yep. So. I don't know. I feel like I needed to get a lot of that off my chest. 
Me too. It makes me so upset. It like, makes it me, just... and I feel like I, oh. I always try to say things in a way that hopefully makes the majority feel good, you know, or, yeah. you know, even if I'm, and sometimes I just want to be able to talk candidly about things yeah. that I feel really passionate about. Yeah. And this I do is, too. yeah, I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings or make people or, or offend people. But on the other hand too, like, it's okay to be authentic sometimes and like tell how you truly feel. And I feel like we did a very good job of both saying, we don't think the child should have been removed. We don't think that should have happened, but also there has to be accountability. Like, I think we were honest, but we were also very fair. Yeah. And I also, and I also so, have a big fear when I see things like that, that there's going to be a trend. Yeah, me too. Because I me always, I, I just instinctively always tend to see things through a child's point of view, through the, the, the lens of the child, not the yes. parent. And mm -hmm. so I immediately start to get nervous that like, oh no, I'm going to see more of this. And that's yes. the last thing I want to see, you know, anyways, but I feel like that's <sighs> got a lot off our chest today. Yes, yes, <laughs> we did. It was very therapeutic for me. <laughs> it was therapeutic. It was therapeutic for me too. And I, I yeah. did want to do a deep dive into this. Yeah. I did want to be able to, to say more about this than you can in 60 seconds here. Yeah. I miss chatting with you. I know. I really enjoyed this. This was fun. This was super fun. Yeah. Um, we will definitely have to do it again. Yes, dude. we will. We will for sure. I I feel like that's a good place to wrap yeah. up. <laughs> Bye. Bye.